For someone who travels weekly, hotels, they get boring pretty quick. They're lonely, crowded, you know, just, I want to find something more fun. So on tour, we started seeing a lot in Airbnbs. Uh, you know, I did my special taping in Phoenix uh, in 2021, and we had a Airbnb then, and it was just so much fun. I mean, it's honestly a lot cheaper, too, is what's crazy. Um uh, just so much more space. They have full homes. I mean, it's, you can, you know, easy to cook stuff, easy to, you just feel like you're at home. Uh, did you know you could also be my next Airbnb host? And uh, I mean, in fact, my tour manager, Travis, recently started hosting his place on Airbnb. Uh, he says it's a great way to make extra money while we are on the road this summer, uh, since his home would be just sitting empty. It's a great idea to host while you're away if you have some upcoming travel plans this summer. Uh, your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land podcast. Uh, thank you. To Viore for sponsoring Nate Land. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioriclothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75. Also, hello folks to our friends at Helix Sleep. Nervous about buying a mattress online? Don't be. Helix Sleep has over 12,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Their two-minute sleep quiz matches you with the mattress. That is a perfect fit. Plus, you have 100 nights to try it out risk-free. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com. Life is busy and your well-being is important. Athletic Greens makes it so easy to get the vitamins you need every day with just one scoop. I had mine this morning. I have it every morning. It's, it's a great way to start your day. And Athletic Greens is now giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. The year is uh, halfway over. It's a good time to get going on this. Visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate for a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. That's athleticgreens.com slash Nate. And finally, Nate Land is brought to you by Babbel, Language for Life. Right now, save up to 60% of your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash Nate. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Nate for up to 60% off your subscription. All right, let's go, folks. Welcome to the Nate Land Podcast. As always, uh, Brian Bates, Aaron Weber, Dusty Slay. Uh, <laughs> we're, yeah, we're excited to have Dusty still here. What if we, because we're having to pre-record yeah. this one, so what if we fire you and then next week you're not? I mean, well, this, you know, this will be a good, good out. Yeah. This episode. <laughs> so you're out of the, but then, because the next, next week will be live, right? Oh. What oh, if he's okay. already out? Oh, yeah. What if you're already out? And then this is awkward. Oh, like, so, you know, this will, there'll be an episode in between. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll see <clears throat> if he makes it through this episode. Yeah. We're going to find out. Uh, it's you know it's episode by episode. Yeah, we got <laughs> paycheck by paycheck. Yeah, uh, let's start off with you guys' comments. Uh, Chuck uh, uh, Mulliken, Mulliken, 
Chuck Malikin or Mulliken? Malikin sounds Malikin. good. Malikin? Malikin. Oh, yeah. I like Malikin. Chuck Malikin. I like Mulliken because it sounds like a mulligan. Like a, Mulliken. That'd be a great golf name. A mul- oh, if your uh, last name is Mulligan? Yeah, another Mulligan and Mulligan. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of jokes there. Uh, <laughs> my daughter refers to this podcast as what dad listens to when he doesn't want to think. There you go. I yeah. like that. Yeah. That's what we want to be. Mm-hmm. That's all we want. Keep your, you know, trying to keep you on my level. So when I take <laughs> over the world, I've made everybody dumb as me. Yeah. Tricked them. Tricked them. Yep. Go ahead, put your hat on. Uh, like, a, like a Luke Wilson. What is that hat? The Chattanooga Lookouts. Oh, yeah. oh, that makes sense. Yeah. You just threw out the first Couple. pitch, third game. Oh, yeah. yeah. threw out the first pitch. Yeah. Oh, I saw the pitch. It was good. Did you get to practice it? I did. Yeah, there was a batting cage where I got to throw a little bit before. It was a good pitch. It was all right. Yeah. I felt good yeah. about it. A little movement on it, a little yeah. speed. Did you feel nervous? Well, I was nervous because on the way there, they called and they said, there's somebody else throwing out the first pitch, too. And you can see him in the video. He's standing very politely next to the mound. It's Memorial Day weekend. Mm. So they have a a local war hero <laughs> yeah. to throw out the first pitch with me. And so I meet him. He's very nice. He's wearing all Navy stuff. And they read, I mean, they read my bio and then they read his. Oh, and he got standing O from the crowd. The place is going yeah. crazy. I uh, mean, he fought in Vietnam. He's got all kinds of medals and awards and stuff. Uh, my pitch was a little better, though. You think oh, yeah. they, they did, he, did he make a good pitch? I mean, it was good He's, for good for his situation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, for a guy that uh, did stuff for this country. After yeah. <laughs> Dusty, go ahead. You think they um, were like? Oh, we booked this guy Memorial Day, and then yeah. they're like, and they realized it was you, and they go, "Well, was he got any military yeah. that we could work with?" And they kept digging. Around, well, what, did he donate yeah. to the military? And they just keep digging. They're like, "We gotta get a military guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, we gotta get." <laughs> so, a but based on this bio, we can't let this guy go. No, this may yeah. be the best thing going for him right now. Uh, first up, gout survivor Aaron <laughs> Weber, <laughs> and then you got line drive one. Oh, it's good for you now. The guy, the reason we're free. <laughs> That's what it felt yeah, like. Yeah. All right, now that the clown's out of the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had a little joke in my bio that got a legit pop from the crowd. Yeah. It felt good. Yeah. A little line. What was it? I said, uh, he's, uh, he's a stand-up comedian, he's whatever, but his baseball career was cut short in 2004 due to a lack of athletic ability. All Just right. something simple. Yeah. Got a big pop. Yeah. Felt good. Yeah. You know, and then I got out of the way, and the hero got a standing. Out, yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. It was short laugh. They go, oh, "That's fun." You know, what's this guy's doing? He goes, "You can watch him feature all weekend at the uh, Chattanooga." <laughs> I was, Ca- was headline. Oh, you're headline. This next guest, next guy, uh, the guy full of first pitch out. He's gonna be uh, doing the announcements at uh, Chattanooga Catch all weekend. If you want to go uh, watch that, uh, get there early so you can hear him. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Tim McPherson watching y'all from Australia mate I can't stop laughing every time you say dead gummit keep it up guys like a lot of other listeners I've got a stressful job and I watch Nate Land because I don't have to think just fun stuff most of it's so incorrect it's hilarious but no thinking required no inappropriate stuff so I can listen anytime I want no politics whatever it's such a de-stressor de-stressor every day Dead gummit. Dead gummit's a good. We're bringing that back. Dead gummit is good. Dead gummit's good. Australia. Look at that. Uh, Micah Wimberly. 
I saw Brian open for Nate a few years back in Dallas. Nate was great, but I walked away that night mostly talking about baits. Love your stuff if it keeps getting better. All right. Whoa. Look at that. How about that, dude? There you go. Threw that one in. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Full disclosure, they, she didn't send that to the podcast. That was just me personally, but I wanted to put that on there. So. All right. Oh, she did? She didn't want to put that out in public. <laughs> yeah. No, Is that what you mean? Not to, she didn't put it on the podcast. She put it on my personal page. Oh, okay. And I just copied it over. I love it. Is yeah. Micah a he or a she? Tough to say. Mm, I mean. So you're just bringing in your own comments? <laughs> <laughs> Just needed a boost, all right? Yeah. He's go. no, nah, this is uh yeah. I had someone say this to me the other day. Somebody on the street <laughs> said they liked me. A he lot. goes, I had, uh, someone called me and said, you know, and I, it was great, but I walked away the night mostly talking about bait. I don't get it very often, so I just want to slip well, it in. There you go. Uh, <laughs> Wesley Gay. Hey Nate, Aaron, and Bomb Shelter. <laughs> And Dusty. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, yeah. You're in. Real afterthought there. Uh, and bomb. Sh- oh, uh, and, and Dusty. Dusty. Uh, I just want to let you know that Aaron is now a source. For my final speech of high school, I decided to base my speech off of Aaron's TED Talk about failure. Aaron helped me get a 98% on the speech. Thanks a bunch. All right. All yeah. Right. How about that? Didn't use Dusty's TED Talk. was recorded at the same time as mine. Well, you had a hot TED Talk. I mean, I forgot what I was even talking about halfway through. But uh, Dusty's TED Talk was hilarious, dude. He did. What was it called? The we're having a we're having a good time. And then I forgot. I don't know. I'm not good when the it's supposed to be serious. So the audience wasn't laughing, and I was I blanked out, and then I started doing jokes. Dusty kept going. There is a point. He goes. <laughs> yeah. There is a point to this. I will yeah. get to it. And then you yeah. like stumbled on a good point. You're like, oh, that's it. Yeah, that's what this is <laughs> yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. And uh, so anybody can do a TED talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. pretty open pretty, these pretty, days. Pretty, and then yeah. so you just went on and you chose failure, something you're familiar with, right? <laughs> yeah, it's about bombing actually. Oh, it was. Yeah, but I guess I tried to make it. You can apply to failing, Everywhere. failing at anything. How yeah. long did you talk? Mine was about seven minutes. Yeah, pretty tight. Yeah, Dusty did about an hour. Yeah, <laughs> I did about fifteen, but the girl before me had a whole TED talk about like pooping in a David's bridle. Yeah, and so I go up and I just kind of make a joke. I'm like, I poop in David's bridle all the time, yeah. and they left that in there so with it's, no yeah, context. Totally out of context. <laughs> <laughs> the first line of Dusty's TED talk is, "I pooped in several David's bridles," yeah. <laughs> and it gets a big laugh, and you're like, yeah. "What is going and on?" He gets into it. We're having a good time, so. <laughs> Will Matthews. In the last 20 years or so, the WWE has periodically featured celebrities to compete. What? I didn't say periodically. <laughs> P- periodically? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. Awesome. P- periodically is what it looks like. Yeah. Periodically featured celebrities to compete in matches at a special at special events like WrestleMania, Drew Carey, Johnny Knoxville, Stoop Dogg, and Donald Trump have all wrestled. If WWE approached Nate about wrestling a match, would he do it? And would his match be a singles match, or would he tag with Aaron and Big Boss Bates? And what would their tag name be? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I probably would do it just because it'd be crazy uh, to do it. I mean, that'd be fun. You know, it'd be yeah. just to walk out and feel that would be uh, amazing. Uh, I'd like to be a manager. Yeah, I, I would have you 
I mean, I, I I would have no damage done to me, and you would be <laughs> just body slammed, I mean, thrown out of the ring. I'd have it be just <laughs> running. Be trying to tag yeah. out. You're like, give it yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> it would be us. Nate, Nate. I would I would have me and Aaron turn on you. Yeah, you turn heel. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, to do it just mainly for that comment you put up at the top uh, that you, that you brought over from an outside source. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I would do it. Is uh, no. it? I would do it. Yeah, it'd be awesome. It, 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 it'd be crazy. Yeah, it'd be, you know, just feel that. Oh, you got to be famous, though. And then you they, bring... I mean, they have to. You got to. Everybody has to know who you are. Well, Pat McAfee just did it. Yeah, but he's in that world. That's true. You know. And he's pretty famous. Yeah. The people that, yeah, I think a lot of his listeners are probably the big WWE fans. Mm-hmm. And, and then Michael Wimberly comes out and goes, I never meant it. It's all right at the end. Yeah. I never meant it. Because I was saying something nice. Uh, Amanda Schweda. Schweda. I'm recently engaged and would absolutely love him to officiate or just attend our wedding. Talking about you. So. Uh, my fiance and I are huge fans of Nate in the podcast. The wedding is next September, so he has plenty of time to prepare. Aaron and butter my biscuits would obviously be invited too. And as an added bonus, there will be a candy bar at the wedding, mm. Sour Patch included. Thank you for your consideration. I mean, a candy bar at a wedding. I've never even heard of such thing. That's, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. You get a donut yeah. bar at mine. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. Fun. Crispy cream. Yeah. had a couple of donuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. Yeah. Oh, you come for money like that, you can do stuff like that. Uh, we, yeah. I don't have anything. We, yeah. I think we served, like, make your own pasta. I think that's honestly what we had. And I think people liked it because it was, I like, very like basic. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would love that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll see what happens next September. Uh, I've never uh, done a wedding. So, well, you know. Braden Klein, stop reading comments. There we go. <laughs> Braden's not a fan, but let me tell you something. That's what a lot of people love the most. For one, they love to see if their garment's going to get red. Mm-hmm. And secondly, if they didn't have an outlet to correct all of our nonsense and all our mistakes, I think people would lose their mind. I get that. That yeah. was the original point. That that was the reason for comments, mm-hmm. was to give you, because we're going to say so much stuff wrong, I don't want you to feel like you're going crazy. Yeah. Or do you think maybe this is actually coming from a place of love from Braden saying like, hey, listen, you should stop reading these comments for your mental health. You know, like it's uh, gotten it's gotten away from you. It doesn't matter. I mean, if, if uh, you know, Braden, again, go look at you. You can move this wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't DVR a show and just be like, why do y'all do the slow parts? <laughs> You'd be like, I would move it to the parts that you want to go to. Uh-huh. That's the wonderful thing. I mean, like, you know, I was, we were reading these ads. I know people, thankfully, a lot of people, they listen to these ads mm-hmm. and they support us. But you're like, I, I mean, it's, it's, there's so many ways, you know. It's so easy to skip. We bookmark yeah. it for you. It's also easy. Yeah, YouTube, yeah. everything's. Timestamps below. Timestamps below. You see everything. Go, just skip to the thing that you want and then get going. He'd do that. He'll never see us talking about his comment. <laughs> yeah, so he just skips them. Every yeah, time. well, I mean, you know, and rightfully so. This might really, uh, insp- he might be into it now, though. Now yeah. that you've read the comment, yeah, he's like, oh, this is really working. Yeah, yeah, this works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah, it's always a weird kind of, you know, I, if there's no outlet, 
then I guess I can see. Like, there's no like, well, we can't fast, but when there, <laughs> when there's, you can go around anything. You could hear just the end and listen, listen the last five minutes, and then be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Botwell. I'm a professor. <laughs> Botwell. It just sounds like a name for Brian. <laughs> oh, Brian Botwell. This is a real person. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, I'm a professor at a large SEC university, and a conversation on peer review from a while back was just so great. Wrong in so many ways, right in others, and generally just a scattershot. Ooh, had to beat my own. I didn't mean to do that. Scattershot of nonsense. Uh, My parents listen to this. We can't. I didn't mean that. As someone who makes his living in the confines of peer-reviewed science, it just made me incredibly happy. I've recently started to project uh, to uh, started a project to better understand why comedy and horror, two things that seem like opposites, go together so well in so many ways. We've got some ideas, but I'd love to really know your thoughts. Yeah, I don't know if I even understand what any of that. Yeah. So, Aaron, what is all this? <laughs> He said he's working on a project to understand why comedy and horror work so well together when they seem to be exact opposites. Exact opposites. It's uh, extremes. So the both are extremes. Comedy is an extreme. Funny stories are kind of extremes. Like even though your story has truth in it, you can exaggerate it or make it. It's a bigger. It means you're madder about it than you technically might have been, and mm-hmm. whatever. And horror is like. I mean, it's Jason, like Friday Thirteenth, like yeah. which is an extreme of someone killing someone. Yeah, but does it work well together? I, I think mean, I so. I don't watch a lot of horror. My, I always say horror. I don't watch a lot of horror <laughs> do you, films. Do you really horror. Yeah, my wife makes fun of me. Horror. Yeah, I just I just say scary movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that may be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. A horror. horror. It's like an old summer oh, horror. The horror. Yeah. We're watching a horror flick tonight. <laughs> yeah. What? I don't know. Do you yeah. say other words that rhyme with that the same way? I say mirror. Mirror? <laughs> yeah. Instead of mirror. Yeah. Mirror. Yeah. Uh, I think that's about it. What if you mirror. married a girl named Mirror? That'd be tough. That'd be tough. She would be upset about me pronouncing yeah. it wrong all the time. Just be, but you called her Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, then you go, and then, Mirror, look in the mirror. Yeah. You go, uh, hey, doing? You go, yeah. Me and my wife, Mirror. We just came in. And I'm trying to look for a new mirror, a little bit younger mirror. You got them? <laughs> and they're like, what? Is this thing you're talking about? Your wife? Need a new mirror. I need a new mirror. This One mirror, the mirror a I got is just old. As you can obviously see, it's old as dirt. <laughs> and and, and Mirror is holding the mirror. <laughs> and he goes, this mirror is old as dirt. And uh, a lot I just of cracks get, in it. A lot of cracks. I want to get a new mirror. Don't. I'm not. This mirror doesn't excite me anymore. <laughs> And so, uh, yeah, what do you got? You know, the guy. My mom's name is Edna, yep. right? And her mom always called her Edna. Yeah. And it's like, you named her. Yeah. You can't get her name wrong. Yeah. You can't name her and then not do it. I say, I think we say her last name wrong. My That's mom's? No. no. Yeah. I think, I think my family says your last mom's last name wrong. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I think we say bar, we say Bargetsi, and yeah. I, I think it's Bargatsi. Okay. But I think we've southerned it. Oh, I've always said Bargatsi, so I'm... Bargatsi. So am I doing it the right way, you think? Bargatsi. Not say by get. the way you do it, but by the way Probably the right, it, yeah, yeah, most people do it that the way. And I'm just guessing. I think we say yeah. it, but I imagine. 
there was a guy, Arthur Ravenel in, in Charleston, and they had they the bridge was called the Ravenel Bridge, and they oh. and nobody knew how to pronounce it. And they brought him on the radio one time to clear it all up. And then they were like, he said, Ravnell. And they were like, are you sure? Yeah. And then by the end, it's like nobody was clear on yeah. how to pronounce. They were like, I don't know. Yeah. He's like, no, it's Ravnell. Ravnell. And they're like, Ravnell? Yeah. And then like, it didn't clear it out. And what was the other one? Ravnell. Ravnell. Yeah. Yeah. Ravnell. Yeah. He's a, you ever see that show Southern Charmed? You ever yeah, see it's, that? it'd be his grandfather. It's about, yeah. Yeah. That's how I know that name. Yeah. Thomas Ravnell. Wait. What is it? You know that show Southern Charm that's like Beverly, it's like Real yeah. Housewives, but it's just people in Charleston. Uh, yeah, I guess. One of the guys is of the Ravenel family. Okay. And they talk a little bit about that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> uh, but comedy and horror work well together. Yeah. It's welcome, all about tension. Welcome to Aaron Land. He's got a de- he's got a guest today. That's Justin right. Slater talking about the Ravenel Bridge. All right, a little Ravenel history. In comedy and horror, it's about tension being released. Oh, but they're being good. released in different ways. So I think that can complement each other very nicely. Back to Nate Lane. So <laughs> you gave the real answer over there. Yeah. Nate Lane would love to hear about it. Uh, oh, I just did that one. Turn it back over. Brian, yeah. Braden Klein, stop reading comp. God, another <laughs> one? He did it again? Micah Wembley. Uh, Klein was great. <laughs> Uh, Paul Collier, when I was in high school, I was so sad about Taco Bell taking away the chili cheese burrito. I decided one Saturday to write a letter to Taco Bell and drop it off at their company headquarters, which happened to be in the town next to mine. The office was closed, but the security guard took my letter, photocopied it, and taped it to the CEO computer monitor for when they got to the office that Monday morning. It wasn't a week later that only my Costa Mesa, Costa Mesa, Taco Bell location had the burrito back and I was able to enjoy it for the next three years before they took it out for good. I signed my letter local sports hero under my name. Maybe Nate should try that for the nation to get it back for good since he has more clout than me. Uh, I don't, I mean you, you run this town. You're the local hero. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. Yeah. Maybe I'll write him a letter. I did a, I did a zoom for him and I told him. Taco Bell? Yeah. Wow, and I and I, but I said, "Will y'all bring it back?" And I was, you know, and they were like laughing, and I was just very <laughs> <laughs> like, "What?" Yeah, yeah. What? what's I go? I haven't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get why the letter was photocopied. Like, did he not trust the security guard to just take the real? He's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I don't trust you to." Photocopy it that way. If you don't deliver it, I will still be able to mail it in. Yeah, yeah. The hmm. office was closed, but the security guard took my letter, photocopied it, and taped it to the CO computer monitor. Uh, yeah. I think the security guard lost their job. Like you just going into the CEO's yeah, yeah. desk, taping things there. Yeah, just think about every chili cheese burrito you ate. That guy was out on the street. <laughs> uh. Like you're not allowed to use the copier when we're closed. Yeah, and don't come into my office. Yeah, maybe Paul, maybe let us know why. Why was it photocopied? <laughs> uh, I be, yeah, I guess he wanted to keep it to maybe it was to mail it. He's like, I'll just photocopy it. I'll have one. You mail it because mm-hmm. he's like, maybe the guy's like, let's try to do both. You should mail it in, but also we're photocopying. Uh, Andrew Dorfman, who's an owner of Zany's, told Dusty and I a hilarious story back when he was a comic in the 80s, and he was submitting to clubs. Back in the day, you'd have to send a 
you remember VHS tapes and and the, like physical headshots, and he didn't have any headshots, so he went to the library and stuck his face in the photocopier, like face all <laughs> smashed up, and those were his headshots. Yeah, and he sent those to clubs. And he said people loved it; they thought yeah. it was so funny and unique. Just his yeah. face all smushed up yeah. against the glass. Yeah. Yeah. That's so that great. Is funny. I think I know now why you did it. I feel like there was more to it. Maybe he also put it on someone else's desk, but he only had one letter, so they made a copy oh. so he could put it on two. That Hold makes on. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> did you leave that out? Yeah. Oh, you left out the explanation of... This guy left a long comment. I mean, some of these comments are much longer. Let me did... tell you the story of the yeah. day I wrote a letter. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, well, I, I my, when I started, I mean, I, I you had to send VHS and really, I was in that. I, did you send VHS? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm the older one that I went through that the VHS and the real headshots. So you would just send like boxes to clubs and stuff. Uh, you would send you that you, the headshots were big. You had to get those, and then I mean, my I, my first videos they might be in here, which I got to give them to Jim Roth. From comedy college i've been telling them i'm getting uh they're vhs's but yeah you would get that and you would just you'd you would mail it to the club or something for wow. them to look at yeah uh and then it's like i remember it was still like when email started coming around they would some someone would still be like we'll mail us because you could some clubs didn't really know email mm -hmm. and then you start going like but i think email's like a little bit easier to do it, you know, like, yeah. and you'd want to like say, can I just eat, eat you know, yeah. but I, it's not like I even really know how, or then a website came, you're like, well, just check out this way, you know, and then some would not know. It was, I, the whole switch was pretty crazy because mm -hmm. you just would see these ways come easier and you're like, you know, it's crazy. And then when you get to like filming your own set on a phone and you're like, yeah. I mean, do we, you'd have to bring a, a legit camera in. Yeah. Yeah, that's like when I was trying to send out stuff, they would say, you need this EPK, the electronic press kit. Mm -hmm. And it would be this, this, and this. And I'm like, well, what if I just put all that on a website and then sent them my website? They would yeah. be, people would be like, no, they don't want that. They want to see an <laughs> yeah. EPK. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but this is easier. Why would they not just want to click this link? Yeah, yeah some places still like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 all right. Uh, Steve Crawford. I was catching up on them during a recent road trip podcast <laughs> and heard the small part talking about Ted Williams' frozen head. I think it was episode 96, and I thought you guys needed to hear some more details. Apparently, at some point, Ted's freezer malfunctioned, and they had to move his head to another freezer. They needed, a pr they needed to prop his head up to keep it from rolling around, so naturally they used a tuna can when it refroze, the can of tuna fused to his head. They couldn't get the can off by hand, so a lab tech took the next logical step, swinging at it with a wrench. <laughs> Unfortunately, the first swing missed the uh, can, but foul tipped Ted's head, sending piece of his head flying. With an 0-1 count, he made contact on his next <laughs> swing and knocked the can loose. Oh, that's crazy. God, that's wild. I got some pictures if you want to see him. Of that? No. Uh, <laughs> I mean. No. Oh my gosh. I hope Ted comes back now and he's like, he's like, golly, dude, what? Where's my ear? Yeah. And they're like, oh, what's this tuna smell? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, I, I'm allergic to tuna now. I used to eat it all the time. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Did we talk about just the cra- – I can't remember. Did we talk about just the craziness of the biggest athlete in the world going to fight a war in the middle of his career? Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, just – Yeah, a bad. lot of them did it. I think you said that's like Steph Curry just went to Iraq right now. Yeah. You'd be like, what? Well, it's it's what uh, – well, Elvis did it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, it's crazy, you know uh, – Pat Tillman. I mean, like what he he yeah. left his career and like did that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's something. It's 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 special, and mm-hmm. especially back then. I mean, you know, that like they're you know, I mean, they were just in great. I mean, great. It was just I don't know, different time. Yeah, pretty wild. They didn't go playing a game. Uh, Derek Cochran. My dad is a preacher at an Assembly of God church. One service, our keyboard player was not at church that day. It came to the end of the service, and my dad was about to give the altar call. Being aware that the keyboard player was not there, he asked the con- congregation if someone could come, could please come and play something, meaning guitar or keyboard. A random man, possibly under the influence of something, from the crowd jumped up and went and got on the drums <laughs> and just started banging out some random beats. It was, it was one of the most awkward, greatest moments of my life. My dad learned a valuable lesson that day to always specific to specific. How do you? Specify. Specify. Man, I was getting started the wrong way, and that's what happened. Yeah. That happens in golf. You, one time you get started wrong way, and you're right. going to get stuck in your swing. And what you got to do is you just got to step out. Yeah. Readjust. You got to step out and go. Specify. My takeaway is not <laughs> when I take it away. So, uh, yeah, specify. But you, if you go speed, then you're like, well, I can't even where to go. Specify? You can't even – you don't know where to go. Uh, specify who and what to play when asking. That's – uh I mean, the guy at church was, I mean, the fact that he was maybe on something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, kind of, the, yeah. Well, I want to know, did did no one come? To, you know, you do the altar yeah. call, some guy comes up, stops so whipping out some beats, no one comes. <laughs> like the altar call, did no yeah. one come? That I would mean, make you want to go for it, right? Yeah, what if it was yeah. a highly successful day with the drum beats? People yeah. are like, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of feeling yeah. it now. Now, what is I'm, an altar call? What happens? That's when you come up and you go, if anybody wants to, you know, give their life to Jesus, come forward now oh, and yeah. then we'll pray with you. Or if you got some, you got some needs or if you, you know, you just want to pray up here. So they ask people to physically come to the front. Yeah. Of you come okay. to the front, yeah. you know, it's a real humbling and people are crying. So, yeah. And- yeah. so typically you'd have a little light organ yeah. playing. That's so funny. Yeah, I mean, You're it's throwing emotional. the people a bone, like just cause it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, there, when you get saved, like that's what you end up doing. You go, okay. uh, you 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 walk up there and go do it. Personally, this is a, a small dream of mine. You sit in somewhere and they go, "Hey guys, the comedian didn't show up. Can anybody? <laughs> yeah. Is there anybody out here that could do a little comedy?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I would go, "That's me." Yeah, that's me. that's you at our rehearsal dinner. Yeah, Dusty was ready to go. Popped oh, yeah. up, did yeah. a set. Oh yeah. I think about this when I go to a concert. I know this is so stupid. But whenever I go to a concert, I just imagine the scenario where the the act singles me out and goes, what song should I play next? I run through this in my head all the time. Where I don't want to pick a lame one. I don't know. I just think that's going to happen. And the last time I saw John Mayer, he did that to somebody in the oh. crowd. Oh. He pointed at Bridgestone. He goes, what song should I play next? And there's so much pressure to like pick a cool one. I think about that every time I'm at a concert. What did they I'm say? I'm stressed out. They where? said it. It was a deep cut. People okay. were excited. Okay. Yeah. Are you... Uh... Uh, how close do you sit? Not that close. <laughs> yeah. 
So what's your? <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying. What's your fear? Is I'm like not you saying. Go, oh god. Not saying it's a rational. Spotlight. He goes, "Am I crazy, dude? Zelt John got binoculars out. Oh gosh, uh, he's about to. Uh, yeah. Tiny dancer he does it. You know, yeah. yeah. It's not like, a rational fear. Free, I don't know. I never. I saw Ben Folds at the Ryman, and it was called the Paper Airplane Tour. And what you did was they gave everybody pieces of paper, and you wrote a song request on the paper, made a paper airplane, and then threw it at the stage. Yeah, just throughout the concert, and then he'd he'd get up from his piano, he'd walk around and pick one up and unfold it and play whatever song that was. And it was all his songs. It was all his songs. Yeah, yeah, songs of his. There's a lot of people just getting hit in the eye and just yeah yeah a lot of bad throws going on yeah mine would never the idea yeah I guess it's a fun idea it's something it's something, something unique to do yeah it's something unique to do. You also do just do your act a comedian doing that would be hilarious you know well, I mean, write like, my favorite yeah. bits throw it at it's me it's like everything is uh, I feel like music there's a lot of that where it's there is it. They're like, ah, right, we're going to play. I mean, you just got this safety net of just being like, I'm going to do, I can go play Freebird. I can go play any song mm-hmm. and, and that you're going to know it. And then we just saw Kenny, I saw Kenny Chesney with Dan and Shay. It's a big deal. I love Kenny Chesney. He didn't play Back Where I Come From, which is a big song. Mm-hmm. And we were in Tennessee. It made me disappointed. Was it at, here in town? Yeah. The, uh, the Waffle House murder uh, suspect or, or the, what, what do you call it once they do it? The killer? The, okay, yeah. yeah. He's convicted, the killer. In his sentencing, they... <laughs> they... Uh, I was like, what, what would you call him now? Yeah. He's been convicted. He goes, the hero? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Brothers. Uh, they uh, In his sentencing, his defense argued he's insane, and the, the defense they had was... He would go to Taylor Swift concerts and he would think they were dating and that she was talking directly to him. And they have all these examples, all the stuff he wrote down, these letters to Taylor and stuff. And then I look back on that episode where Aaron shows us a video of him down front (laughs) and everyone else is singing and he's just staring at her. The same episode where he said he helped her get her groceries in. (laughs) And I think maybe there's something going on here. Yeah. And yeah, I think it's all about me at the concert. I'm a step away. You just when you go to the bathroom, or you you just keep your hat down, and you're like, "Excuse me, excuse me," and you're like, "I don't." He's about to ask me for what song I want to do. And you go, "Is he?" We're in the top section, and he goes, "I just don't." When you walk down the aisle of the bathroom, you're just covering your eyes, and you just don't. It goes, "Oh, here we go." Uh, all right, uh, I, I can't even name songs. Back record from I wanted Kenny to play that. That's how many hits he has that he doesn't even play that, that was song. A big one. Back where I come from was the big song. Is a giant song for me because I would listen to it every time before I did comedy when I moved to Chicago, New York. Because it was like I was just from here. I'm not. I don't know anybody there. So I was out on the subway, I would listen to it and just it's like a reminder of home before you go out and uh, get yelled at by uh, a German crowd <laughs> and. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever got yelled at. Him. But in New York, you're performing for just everybody in the world, and none of them want to be there. Uh, Jonathan Bailey. Nate, I'm curious if you've ever been called Nate Forgetsy. I imagine a PE teacher yelling, hey, Forgetsy, at a young Nate like the teacher on Seinfeld that called George can't stand you. 
Seems like you must have at some point, but if not, I just thought you could use the nickname along with Boppet and Gowdy McBrien. <laughs> McBrain. Uh, McBrain. Gowdy McBrain. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I, I'm, you know, you, you tell me I don't know how to read. So, but yeah, I guess if you want to also pile on to that, you could call me Nate Forgetsy. I don't think anybody, no one ever really, I don't remember messing with my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Bargetsy was already. It was messing it was, enough, right? Yeah. I mean, you're just this Southern like, what? Yes, ma'am. What's all right, man? Your name's already like, why are you here? You know, right. it's yeah. not, mm-hmm. you know, Smith or Slay. Uh <laughs> yeah, I mean, Slay's a hot one. You know what I mean? Dusty, mu- Musty Dusty. You know, I got all those. Yeah, you yeah. get a lot you of... You don't really uh, mess with Slay, but Dusty yeah. is. Do you get a lot of people thinking that's not your real name? Yeah. Yeah. Because Slay up. is a comic term. Yeah. So you kind of oh, lucked it. You, uh, you lucked out on that one. Slay yeah. in it. Yeah, slayed it. I yeah. hear that a lot. Yeah. Like, you're Killer Bees, basically, but you're yeah. Dusty Slay. God, that's can right. you imagine if you... Said Dusty Slay. If you named yourself Dusty Slay, yeah, I mean, if it was a a fake name, yeah, I you mean, wouldn't be the comic you were. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I mean, just giving yourself. I mean, Dusty is. Uh, you know, I had a joke about it at one point long ago, but um, you know, like a Christmas joke, a Dusty Slay kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> sounds a lot pretty, of fun. Sounds yeah, like it only worked at Christmas time. Well, I would do the joke. I would go. I would go. You know, I'd say. Uh, you know. Um, I'd say I don't, I forget the joke, but I, w- I would go like uh, du- I'd say I'm Dusty Slay, right? And then I would say I'd get everybody to say my last name. I go Dusty Slay, Dusty Slay, right? It's really early yeah. on. And then, I would, I, then I'd get them all to say their first name, and then I would go Slay. Yeah. And then I'd say if any of the ladies out there like the way that sounds, you know, I was like well, I am single. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it'd be their first name and then my last name. Uh, yeah. And then I had a uh, another Slay joke in there. But, yeah. It was a dirtier joke as it goes on, yeah. but it was the time. Yeah. Not really And these it. were small enough crowds that you could ask everybody in the crowd their name. Well, you know, the time I did it, the first time I did it, it was at this, the music farm, and it was like a contest, and they pushed it on the radio. I don't know if you know the comic, Kenny Z. He was he lived in Charleston doing the radio at the time. Not Kenny so, G. Kenny, Kenny Z. Kenny Z, yeah. So he did, you know, it's probably 300 people there. So the first time I did it, like Dusty, <laughs> like a lot of people said it. It was, that it was feels a lot good. of fun. Yeah, yeah. it felt yeah. good. And then I did it one time at a, uh, at an open mic, and this girl heckled me about it. She goes, "Oh, that was so terrible!" And it was like she was the one audible voice. Yeah. That I was like, "I'll never do that again." Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I can't ever. I can't yeah. ever stomach it. She she really pierced right into my soul. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And it, she looked dead eyes with me. Yeah. Because that was awful. Yeah. You know? I'm glad you made it out of it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> We love our Helix Sleep Mattress. Uh, as we say, it was an unbelievable box. Someone posted a video, I think, right? Uh, yeah, week, really yeah, cool. yeah, Of yeah. unboxing it. That's how fun it is. We have the Helix Dusk Lux. It is a medium support, and everyone sleeps on it. Love it. We've had everybody. Mike Vecchione, a young Mike Vecchione, slept on it last night. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. Matches your body type. Everybody is unique. And Helix knows that, so they have several different mattress models to choose from. They have soft, medium, firm mattresses. Mattresses are great for cooling, cooling, cooling you down. And uh, if you sleep hot, uh, oh, cooling you down if you sleep hot, Aaron. And then mattresses, <laughs> great for spinal alignment. Brian, yeah. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you're looking for a mattress, take the quiz. You order the mattress that you are matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. 
Try it out for 100 nights risk-free. Helix was awarded the number one best mattress pick of 2020 and by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com. That's up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows at helixsleep.com. Uh, also, Viore. So uh, this is my jacket I'm wearing today is Viore. I wear it, I mean, everywhere. Uh, it's it's a great like I like a jacket on even when it's hot even mm-hmm. I mean if, you know about but like I'm always very cold in the morning and so I put this jacket on and I just take it everywhere I go I lo- I'm a giant fan of it. Uh, Viore is a new outlook on performance apparel, perfect if you are sick and tired of traditional old workout gear. I had a guy because I had uh, some, the joggers on and this and he's like oh it's a good little outfit. I was like oh thank you. He's an uh, older man. Uh, he but he gets it. <laughs> Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. Get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at vioriclothing.com slash Nate. That is V-U-O-R-I clothing.com slash Nate. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Go to vioriclothing.com slash Nate and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. We have all started using athletic greens mm. every day. When we started, none of us was was eating very well. Nate's eating well now, right? I'm eating well. I'm down 173. Mm. I mean, hopefully by when this comes out, I might be I could be in this 60s. You could. Man. Could be wild. Yep. Big time. Yep. But athletic green um is the one thing I do that uh, is healthy. I start that every morning, have a scoop and get ready to go fight those squirrels. That's right. <laughs> Got to get a leg up. Yeah, by the time this comes out, who knows what's been going on. But uh, Athletic Green helps me because it gives you energy, (laughs) recovery, focus. It tastes great, and it's easy to make and drink quickly. One scoop of powder with water, shake shake it up and drink it. The travel packs are great for when any of us are on the road. You can easily pour it into a bottle of water. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and help your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially with cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water. Every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your next pers- with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Nate. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Nate to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. For most of us, learning a language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I mean, I took Latin in high school, which everybody who speaks Latin <clears throat> died 1,500 years ago. So who knows? You took Latin, too? Yep. Yeah, who knows if you're just, good? They were still talking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a dead language. Yeah. It was the language. <laughs> Amor, more. Well, now you can you can you got you got to use Babbel. It is the language learning app that sold more than ten million subscriptions. It's a fun and easy way to learn a new language, a language that people actually speak, a language that you can use. They have bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. I like that it can take it, you, you can pronounce words to it, and it'll tell you how dumb you sound. That way, you can iron out those little those little flaws mm. and speak. Well, in whatever language you pick, they got a lot of different ones to choose from Spanish, French, Italian, German, Russian, so many more 15 minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language. It's all with real people. It's not AI generated. This is real people that speak the language. Start your new language learning journey today 
with Babbel right now. Save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to Babbel.com slash Nate. That is B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash Nate for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. <laughs> a little, wow, extra. that's good. Yeah. A little pizzazz at the end. A little added on. All right. <laughs> this week, uh, we are... What are we doing? Talking about aliens because aliens. Uh, this is part two, really, because we yeah. talked about aliens before. But last month, Congress had their first congressional hearing on UAPs. That's what they call them now. They don't call them UFOs. They call them UAPs. What is that? Unidentified aerial phenomenon. They think it gets rid of some of the stigma of flying saucers. Hmm. Hmm. And it's a little broader. You're talking about the event rather than the actual object. Yep. Right, that phenomenon. makes more sense than what I just said. Actually, yeah. and I think about it. No, I think they're both. You know, it's like a, seems like a WWF WWE kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they're like, there's already a du- UFO. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had this for longer than you've had it. Yeah. So you get to change. It. I don't think I like it. Yeah, I don't think I like they're changing it. I think if you change it, you're uh, denouncing all the people that have seen it before, mm. and they say they've seen UFOs. So you're almost being like those mm. people are crazy. So we got a new name. That now that guy's a lunatic. He saw a UFO. Like those people are crazy. This thing is a UAP. It's an, <laughs> uh, like you're 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 taking power from all the people that said I told you these were all true. That's really interesting. Yeah. I would yeah. never have thought of that. Yeah, because there's no need to change. That's you're on the side of them. Unidentified the flying yeah. object. You come from the man family. I am the man. I am the institution. You're the institution. Right. That is true. Yeah. What'd you say about UFOs? Well, there's no, I mean, it, it's unidentified flying object, yeah. right? That's pretty, uh, I don't know, ambiguous. Is that the word? It's like, yeah. you don't need to change that. It's like, we don't know what it was. And you're like, <laughs> well, we should change it to a different kind of unidentified thing. Yeah. That's what I mean. They're taking the. Yeah. They're, I think you're right about that. Yeah. So they, every, from now on, well, we've known about it the whole time. We've known about UAPs the whole time and we're open about them. UFOs we never agreed upon. Mm-hmm. UAPs are different. It's just a little name thing, but I think that's what you can belittle people and condescend to people with language like yeah. that. Yes, it's it's the reason the banking industry and finance they use all these complicated terms for pretty simple concepts because yeah. you look like an idiot if you don't use the right terms. And they and they're it's a it's a salesman. It's like a, yeah, you know, it's like a way to. Well, this person's like, well, I, yeah, I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. And how are you going to put an A in there and not make it alien? Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I think, are they getting rid of that word? Alien? Yeah. Um, you mean just in general? Because it's yeah. a negative connotation? Yeah, I thought that. I thought they were getting rid of it. You called them something else, like, you know. Maybe they'll keep it for, we're talking about outer space visitors, extraterrestrials, but. Um, outer space visitors. You can call them that. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what they're going to call it. They could bad. call it a unidentified alien person. Yeah. That would be a UAP. They could, but UAP. they're not there yeah. yet. They want to just yeah. stick with what uh, that, that, yeah. they should be. Who flies these UFOs? UAPs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> not offend alien person. Yeah, flip it on them. Yeah. So they had this hearing. It's first time over fifty years. I don't know how Congress works. I don't know who calls the hearing or how they get these people in the room. But somebody, I guess, had enough clout to to hold this hearing. And the Pentagon sent two people to speak from the Navy, 
Um, one of them I think I mentioned on a previous episode, I'm actually Facebook friends with because I went to high school with his wife and we share, they share a Facebook account. Yeah. Uh, but they were basically like spokespeople and just did not say a lot. Here's what they said. They said there was like 116 unidentified. Now there's up to 400 mm. that they confirm are unidentified. Are you reading this or are you just memorizing Well, I read it. Oh. I, I, you're you're looking down, but your eyes weren't at the paper. And I was like, I mean, that's pretty crazy. You've memorized all this stuff? I try to. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Um. Just trying to see what you bring to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, I mean, most of this isn't accurate what I'm saying, but <laughs> yeah. if you act like you know it, then. Um, but um, a couple of congressmen, you know, spoke up that were really fired up about it and try to get to the bottom of some stuff. So this one guy from Wisconsin. All right. You remember that New York Times article that came out a couple of years ago that kind of first really got people going? There yeah. was this government uh, agency that we didn't even know about that were investigating. And they talked about in there that there was a guy who had seen off-world vehicles or something like that. And I'm like, why did we never – we've never heard any more about that. Well, they asked about that, and I guess that was from – I thought that just happened. That was from 2002. There was a mm. memo that was circulated from an admiral who was over the in the Defense Department with some contractor. It's called the Admiral Wilson Memo. And in it, they talk about how there's the secret – organization and that they've got uh these vehicles that crashed on on earth and that they're examining them they're trying to reverse engineer them try to figure out how they work and this contractor uh or astrophysicist i think i think he's frustrated because he's not getting the stuff that he needs and this admiral's like okay i'm going to help you uh i'm going to help you get what you need and these are the people i know and we'll talk to them and this is there's an email exchange and there's a memo out there now this admiral denies that it's real he says this is fake the guy, the astrophysicist, uh, won't talk about it. Hmm. He he just won't chime in. Now, he did say once that, that this organization that supposedly shut down is still in existence. They just call it by a different name, but he wouldn't say uh, what it's called now. So anyway, this memo is from 2002, but uh, at the congressional hearing, they were asked about it, and they just said, we don't know anything about it. These people just kept denying they knew know anything about it. Hmm. So... I thought that was interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that, that's it right there. That's the um, – if you scroll down to like page two or three, you see the actual – or three right there. You see that's the actual kind of email exchange of him about helping him get the stuff that he needs. Um, what is it? The what of the fog of war? Well, he's saying uh, – he's ex- he, that's just him uh, apologizing for his delay he's, because that's this is when the Iraq war was going on, I think. Oh. But anyway, he talks about in this in that memo right there about how that's so weird just to see the fog of war, current business activity, and losing your new email address is all why I delay, which I regret. Like <laughs> just to use the war, there's a war. There's people, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a serious thing, and just to see in an email, just guys like, ah, you know what, dude? I've just been uh, like the war. You know, yeah. the war's been so stupid. A lot of paperwork with the war. It goes on. just like I don't even know where I'm at anymore. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he goes, all right. Then I lost your email address, and then uh, you know, and then all right. Also had current business activity. <laughs> I mean, who even says that like that? <laughs> 
That, yeah. And yeah. with the alien visits. Yeah, and yeah, just yeah, had yeah, a yeah. lot going on. Uh, all right. So what do you want to know about the UFO <laughs> crash? All right. So, I mean, just like that's your regular, just your regular, that's that's someone else being like, dude, I don't know. I've just been slammed. I, I got a lot of shows, a lot of interviews, like, or something like that. You're just sorry I haven't got back to you. And that guy's, that version of that for that guy is the fog of war, current <laughs> business activity. Uh, and losing your new email. Anyway, <laughs> about the UFO. It gets less important as yeah. it goes along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, and I and lost your email. Yeah. Yeah. It's like that he's, he's, he's fogging the conversation just so, so it's like he doesn't want to let you know that he just, he just lost, he just lost your email. Yeah. email. That's all it was. Like, what's your current business activity? Because we're building a pool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so that's the memo that if you go on through. He talks about, you know, putting him in touch with oh my name gosh. and location of alien reproduction vehicles in area 50, at Area 51. and Crazy. Um, so, you know, the question is, is that Is real? that the guy you know, Will Miller? No. Oh. The guy that I'm Facebook friends with was one of the people who testified at the hearing, but he just wouldn't admit to anything. He Scott was like, Bray? Was Scott Bray, yeah. Mm-hmm. He just, well, we don't know about that. And then the, the congressman said, well, will you look into it? And he's like, yeah, okay, we'll look into it. Yeah, I'll take a look. Yeah. <laughs> but the, with the fog of war, I just don't know. <laughs> I don't uh, know. Who knows? I got this guy on Facebook, Brian Bates. been <laughs> Dinging me, <laughs> poking. He him. does a lot of the video calls. <laughs> I, t- I told you about that time I got a video call from someone. No, I Facebook. Think, yeah, it was. <laughs> have I not told this? It was so great. It, it, it's a great guy, but he was trying to call me, and older, and he's trying to call me, and he did it on Facebook, and he doesn't like he hit the wrong thing, so he does video, and so when it. When I answered, it's just me looking at him in the video, and he's just sitting there in his boxers. <laughs> and he's like, oh, hey. Uh, and he's just like having to grab stuff. <laughs> and I just remember, I mean, just the most, like, no fear of just being like, yeah, I'm just sitting in my boxers. I'll just call this guy real fast. <laughs> and then just to be on TV, basically. <sighs> and he's like, hey, uh, I didn't. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like, it's, I mean, there's a ton of It's so great. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing the congressman brought up that was a, this happened in 1967, but uh, in Montana at a missile silo, the Air Force base, a red orb was seen floating over the sky and all their nuclear missiles became inoperable. Mm. And um, so he brought that up because he's like, that's a, that's a threat to our country if there's something out there that can, you know, disarm our weapons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, they were like, uh, we've heard about that. We don't really know anything. They just kept denying that they knew anything. So nothing really came from this hearing. They say there's no, there's, they have no evidence out there that it's from other planets. They don't know what it is, these things that people are seeing. But that's where, uh, that's the stuff they feel like with the government stuff. You like these organizations, like they don't work together. Mm-hmm. Like none of them, you know, like you're like, I feel like that's a problem. You're like, y'all should be on the same, aren't you all doing the same thing? Mm-hmm. You're trying to help. And then they're all like, ah, I don't know if that, like, it's almost they like keeping everything secret. And then it's like a battle between each of them. And mm-hmm. so you're like, well, we're not going to get the answer. Y'all don't want to even tell each other the answer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, good. why even have this hearing? It seems like there's not even anything and to is there talk not, about. Yeah. And is there not like 
the president or someone up top can't go like, well, then you're you're just shutting your thing down. Like who? Like why can't they just be like, no, no, you got to you got to do it, or like we're you you're it's shut down now. We're go walk in there because they're not you know it's because it's not a monarchy, man. This is a government buying for the people, you know. Yeah, but I mean, they're it's, not. It's kind of good. I, I like that all these organizations aren't working together with each okay. other. Then it'd be one big. Yeah. I, okay. I get. I you, you just talked me into that. I get that. Uh, so yeah, I get the reason yeah. for that. But it's like when they. But if they're not answering the questions of like some like when this kind of thing happens, you're like, well, come on, man. Yeah, we're what, we're what, trying to all work and be smarter together. Right. So you got to tell us or help us out or. You know, I mean, you're making your 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 citizens or you're making them go crazy. Or I mean, you're probably ruining people's lives that mm-hmm. see something and say something, and yeah. then they just get made fun of, and then they get just you know these you know it's usually poor people that live out in the middle of nowhere, and like you're like, well, they're either all crazy, dude, or you made them, you made the stereotype that they are crazy. Now, this is uh, one of the articles that Brian sent me over. This is the. Uh the Pentagon, they said they're getting more reports, like you said, up to 400, 400 reports now, because they say that the stigma has been reduced. Well, what are people reporting? They saw something in the sky or yeah. aliens came to visit them? Well, if, uh, an unexplained aerial phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I mean, but that, you know, it's like pretty, that could be anything, though. That's right. Well, there's a congressman from Tennessee, Tim Burchett, who said exactly what Nate just said after the hearing. He's like, this was a joke. It was a waste. Because they put people up there that just aren't going to say anything. You got to get the people who know something that actually experienced them. Put that guy on the stand who was in that memo and things like that. And he said um, that he's had multiple sources tell him that we do have like a crashed vehicle from outer space. He thinks they're either, it is either aliens or it's us that are testing what we found and trying to figure out how to use it. That's what made it crash. Our. Us making it crash. Well, no, he thinks originally they just crashed themselves. And then now either some of those other ones we're seeing, it's either aliens or it's us who trying have, to, who've tried to figure out how to do it. Use their equipment. That's right. Yeah. Reverse engineering. So maybe they're just dumping, aliens are dumping their like Ford. We are. Like I got an old shit we got to get rid of. Yeah. What? Like an old ship. They got to okay. get rid of. <laughs> yeah. 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 I misheard that yeah. too. Ship. <laughs> and then uh but that like so we're like the trailer park of space where they're just people are just parking they're parking their old vehicles (laughs) at our yards and that's what the earth is just go like well i gotta get rid of it go go dump it dude dump it on those those people down there or maybe they're like let's see if they'll work on it yeah this is broke (laughs) down And we got enough boys that could and then, take your head up with us. And that's why they are going to like these farms and like trailer parks. That's because true. they're like, they know how to work on cars. They, can work, they work on <laughs> yeah. any vehicle. Yeah. And he goes, What well, you got here? Aliens sits aliens sitting over there, can't speak. And he goes, This generators. He goes, Would you change the fan out? The fan? I don't know anything about cars. Maybe like <laughs> like Boomhauer type people from King of the Hill. I mean, maybe yeah. that is aliens. They're like, uh, we can't really get the language, yeah. but we'll, we'll mess <laughs> yeah. around with it a little bit. You know what I mean? You met a guy before that you're like, there's something about that guy. Is he not really from around here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What What do you do? What What would you do? Like, you? what's that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 an alien popped up like if if a ship came and not like just to you but like in in independence day where the aliens are like 
approaching and everybody knows. Oh, okay. Are you like one of the people on the rooftop with the signs going, we welcome the aliens? Oh, or man. are you like in fear? <laughs> I'm in fear. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's just, I, you know, I think you just would be, in, in a, there'd be a fear, there'd be amazement, there'd be, uh, this is, I, you mm-hmm. know, you just don't even know. And you got to rely on yourself. Like a lot of it's like you, you know, it's probably have a lot of gut feeling. Yeah. Have feel what you feel on the inside and, and just be like, I'm going to go with my gut on all this. Cause then if you saw it for real, you got to be like, they've never said they, they, they would all deny it. They would tell you that this is something that like, it mm-hmm. feels like no one's ever going to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to flat out say it to you. And so you just got to be on like a gut, like kind of like uh, get everybody as close as you can, your family, whatever, and do whatever yeah. and be like, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I do take some comfort knowing I will not be a key player in whatever happens. You know, alien invasion. I'm not going to be flying a fighter jet. You're not going to be a Randy Quaid. No, dude. I I, I got to be like, what about that guy that threw out the pitch in Chattanooga? (laughs) Is that guy (laughs) the opener? Yeah, the the memorial guy. (laughs) Now that guy died. He goes, goes, but that other guy can do it. He got a good fastball, decent changeup. Talk to him. He has gout, so he needs to fly something. Doesn't if matter. one of us he's had got a- a, he's got a left foot, <laughs> they just put you in there because you and they put your foot on the gas because you can't move your left gout foot. You can't pull it back off. It's just like a dead foot land, <laughs> and they're just making you drive straight into it. <laughs> and you're just like trying to get your like wake your foot up like it's asleep, and you're like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> Is it is it uh, uh, Independence Day aliens or like Mars Attack aliens? You think you ever see that movie Mars Attacks? I bet they're like see through or something. Like it's going to be like some, Predator. Is that what Predator is? Yeah, didn't he have a see through? Yeah, I didn't he could see go through. Well, yeah, he could make himself invisible. Like, but like, it's like I feel like it's going to yeah. be like uh, yeah, it's they're like a ghost. Like no, it looks like uh, CGI kind oh. of like. In the movie Mars Attacks, I feel safe. In the movie Mars Attacks, that those aliens come down and start to kill people, and they kill the aliens with old school country music. Oh, really? And that's what I'm already listening to in my house. Oh, yeah. That's I was going to say, if one of, one of us had to go talk to them, I'd probably volunteer you, because if you hadn't been abducted, you at least probably know a guy who's been abducted. Yeah, I'd like to go. Just say, <laughs> yeah. what are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to? <laughs> What uh is there is this that you're seeing this? This is from a movie, I guess. This is from Signs, the movie. This is what Science, I this is always yeah. what maybe it was just when I saw this. Yeah. The stage in my life. I yeah. this is what I think of when yeah. I think of aliens. Has there is there any like supposedly pictures of a real alien or like you know, like Bigfoot, or is it always just like the ships and uh the, what they're flying? I in? mean, every picture out there has been somebody's debunked it. There's none that yeah. anybody's saying's legit. Yeah. And there's a lot of yeah, the gray aliens. Those are the that's the popular. These now, grays. Yeah. There was a movie that came out a few years ago, Arrival, Amy Adams, where they came to Earth and then somebody had to communicate with them. And she was a is it linguist? Is that the correct term? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh she had to go talk to them. But there is like a protocol I read where if they came, they would send a, a linguist, a psychologist, biologist, and someone in combat. To attempt to get a non-violent response from aliens. Yeah. So. Okay. So, so you, you need someone that can talk to them on their level. Yeah. So you I immediately he, send five people at them. And just, <laughs> I think you yeah. need a regular one old of person. Them's jacked. <laughs> with, with a, a gun. gun. The Rock. 
Yeah, you yeah. need a good pesticide salesman to go yeah. out. You need a, you need Greg Warren to go out, sell him a little peanut butter. You yeah. know what I mean? Get him out. You need a salesman. Yeah. To go out, go welcome. How you doing? Let me say, yeah. Yeah, you know, you want to, you got to talk How y'all doing? You don't send a biologist. I don't yeah. even want to talk to a biologist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, even <laughs> a biologist, if you send him, you're like, well, he's never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Yeah. So who are? But he's like, gonna know more than we will. Yeah, you mind if we get will a about scene? what? Will he? Yeah. If it's if it's in, you're like he's gonna come back and go. I've never seen anything like it. It's not. They act <laughs> like these people like they're gonna be level headed enough to go. Oh yeah, times alien time to now, and then you go talk to this alien. Yeah. You're gonna be kind of like well, this is nuts. You need a guy. You, I would. You need a conspiracy. You need one guy that is like I told y'all. This exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's Moon. The movie Moonfall. Is uh, yeah. there's one guy, and you need a guy that's like not I surprised believe, by any of it. No, no, yeah, yeah that's, that's going to like that's me. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> you yeah. don't need a guy that's going to be like, uh, can I get a skin graft? Yeah, little, uh, blood sample here. Just want to kind of see. Tries to put his it. arm around him and gives him a tack, and he's like, ah, and he goes, uh, uh, trying to get hair samples. Yeah. <laughs> The guy that's just going to welcome you in. Come on into the trailer. Guy Let's hang back. out for a bit. There's a lot more back hair. I'll tell you that. That's what these, <laughs> what are these aliens? The back hair was... Surprising. It's Yeah. I don't know if it's like because they don't have good padding and seats. <laughs> Especially if they show up like, you know, like with no clothes, like a lot of these aliens. Yeah. You're going to need a guy that's got his shirt off, you know, just <laughs> yeah. really just some cut off jean shorts. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, because all of these aliens, yeah, they have all evolved to not need clothes. I've mm. never made that connection before. They, oh. they don't have shame the way we do. Uh, they always think that they're the most advanced. What if we've evolved to wear clothes? Yeah. Like we've a stat, we go, you know, actually we should start covering up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They see just us appropriate. Clothes. Yeah. Like just they always act like, like it's aliens are more advanced than us. Yeah, yeah, there, there's a chance that we could be. I mean, you know. But if that's the case, they're probably not making it here. That's true. Millions of miles away. I don't know, man. I've seen a donkey get over a fence <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the road. I mean, why can't? <laughs> yeah. There's going to be some one dumb animal that's going to, aliens going to make out. it way. It's, you know, you just go and you're like, why are you here? Yeah, yeah maybe they just meant to go to their moon. Yeah. And then they got off track. <laughs> Kept going. Well, they showed up. They're drinking. We're so far away from anything, though, that for anything to get to us, they will have, they will have had to have found a way to travel faster than the speed of light to get to us. What if they pop through a little black hole? Yeah. Well, see, I'm saying if they know how to do stuff like that, pop through a wormhole. But, yep. it, but very well could be an accident, though. Yeah. They're just out there. Like, <laughs> they're like, let's try to get to the moon. And you ever get they, off the wrong exit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. End up in some town you never thought you'd yeah. be in. <laughs> the other day, I missed my exit. I had to do one of the turns with the cops hang out in the middle of the interstate. Yeah. That's what I just had to do because it was like yeah. a, added so much time. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, sometimes that happens. You it's don't the same think there's thing. what? There's not going to be a mistake where the alien. Is just like not looking at his, you know, he's reading his hand because your hand's your phone now. He just reads. And then he goes, what did, did, yeah, I'm it. a million light and years left. And then he left. goes, yeah. sits there and now he's in a farm. Yeah. You're like asking him questions. And he's like, <laughs> the farm he goes, I don't space. know, man. It's like the me that they talk to of that world. He's yeah. like, I, my parents, I live, we're not, <laughs> I don't know, dude. This is, a, this, this costs like eight grand. 
to buy this UFO. <laughs> like it goes, I mean, I, I still got payments on it. I mean, I, you know, it's just, he's got the name, same normal problems. It's just like, my parents are going to be so mad. Like it's like, God, Transmission dude. got stuck on it. I just could yeah, not. I could not. Yeah, squirrels eating it up. Yeah. 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 yeah, he goes, oh, y'all got squirrels. He goes, they're robot squirrels, but they're squirrels. He goes, I don't know why we have them. Yeah. What if that's what's happening at your house? The squirrels yeah. are trying to get that fuel on, put on their ship. Oh, yeah. You never know. You know. There was a, for a while, extraterrestrial exposure law saying that you can't touch anything. It's gets a lot of touching anything extraterrestrial. And then everyone's like, well, that proves that y'all know that there's aliens because yeah. NASA did this. But, but this was when we were doing trips to the moon and they were just like, if you bring anything back from the moon, don't touch it. Because we don't know it could contaminate the whole earth. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's illegal to touch a moon rock. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've held a moon day, rock. Huh? I feel like I've touched a moon rock. I think before. the moon rocks were petrified it. wood. Where would you have held a moon rock? Yeah. I don't know. I think it's very rare. I don't yeah. know that. Like, I, like yeah, so I think, rare. Yeah, I think you. Exist. It's. I think you'd remember it more than just. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think you just breezing by and go. You know what, dude? I think. Have I been to the moon? <laughs> I'm trying to think because uh, did I? I think you know what my uncle's Neil Armstrong. (laughs) That's where it was. Family reunion. (laughs) He just carries it around in his pocket. Yeah, that's all he does. You don't touch this one. There was a woman who said that Neil Armstrong, when she worked at NASA, that I think she lived in Tennessee, and said he gave some moon dust to her daughter just for fun, just to take home with her, and that she found in the attic, and. I don't know. If it, I think they were like, well, that's probably not true. So that's worth like so much money. Really? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if they went and analyzed it or what, but she was on the news talking about it. <laughs> you know, I'm sorry to scoop up a cup of dirt. Yeah. <laughs> he's always just got a little moon dust in his pocket. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, like candy. So as he's getting older, he's a little, you know, off his rocker. And you're like, that ain't moon dust. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got, if new, grass yeah. in it. <laughs> it's just like understood. If Neil Armstrong comes up and says, "You want a little, you want a little moon dust?" Don't because you don't want that moon dust. You ain't. He's like, "Look what I found behind your ear." Yeah, a little moon dust. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, I look uh, Omega watches. We I looked at an Omega watch this weekend. Yeah, and they they're they they're the ones they used in the uh, Apollo thirteen that they used. They're the only watch that made it. Uh, around when they when they had to come back from space, like that's in the Tom Hanks movie where they were having to use the burst to get back, and they did all the testing. And out of all the watches, the Omega one is the only one that worked. So all the astronauts wear Omega, wow. and they can have a that's why they have a moon watch. And so it's like a, it's the same watch that went to the moon. That's pretty cool. Yeah, kind of neat. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so I did. I went to space camp in Huntsville, fourth grade. Oh, so they have the moon and they have rock. a moon rock, but I yeah. don't think they let you touch it. No. Yeah, it looks like it's in t- it's hidden behind two things, <laughs> but maybe back then they let you get your hands on it. <laughs> a fourth grader. We, yeah, we threw it around like a football. Yeah. <laughs> now, y'all heard of uh, maybe heard of SETI? Uh, SETI, like the cooler. That's a Yeti. Yeti. Sorry. Search Seti. for extraterrestrial intelligence. No. No. Okay, well, probably haven't heard of Medi then either. Is that <laughs> uh, meeting extra? Uh, messaging. Oh. So SETI is listening. This has been around for a long time where they've just got telescopes listening for any sound from outer space. Oh, that was right. a movie like that. Was that Contact? Contact, yeah. 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 That's a boring movie. 
my goodness, I thought this was gonna yeah. be great. And I'm just like, you're just listening to them listen to space. Yeah. I'm like, I have not, you could wrap this up. Oh, yeah. I loved it. You could do a thing like, and this much time went by. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, SETI is, uh, the Institute's been around since the eighties, but they've been listening long since then. There was one time. They've at, been listening longer. Well, there was one time in 1977 at Ohio State University, they had a radio telescope and they were listening and they picked up a very large, they call it the wow signal. Cause the guy who saw the readout wrote wow on it because it was so powerful and it came from, <laughs> Dusty, that's all right. Uh, <laughs> just, just picture some guys. I've been in there forever. Yeah. He goes, oh, finally something. Yeah. Wow. wow, look at this guy. Yeah. Wow, that's all he wrote. Yeah, he's been listening for forty years. Yeah, and then he doesn't. And then all he hears is like someone go. And he's like, what? And it's like so he goes, you want coffee? I'm making some coffee in here, and you're like, damn. I mean, I'm my whole life I've been waiting for this. <laughs> this is how he wrote it right yeah, that's there. How he wrote it. Wow. wow. <laughs> Exclamation point. They never, uh, I think it lasted for 72 seconds, but they could never hear it again. It never repeated. Mm-hmm. And they tried, tried, tried. But so I don't know what it was. The alien and was so like, they had six E. What are this? What's I don't know one? what those equations, numbers mean. It's somehow yeah. listening to the radio signals. Hmm. But. I guess the ones he circled was bigger. And then you're, do you, do you hear an actual sound or is it like you read the sound? Well, in the movie Contact, <laughs> they were hearing sounds, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I could have, I was dozing off, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe just the readout prints out, you know, the sound or whatever. They could never get it to repeat itself. This cost uh, $10 billion, by the way. Did it? Wow. Hmm. There you go. What oh, did that it? is wow. What exactly cost $10 billion? Uh, Project Cyclops. Oh, Cyclops was not built, but the report formed the basis. My God, so much money just gets thrown around here. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, yeah. No one's. I mean, yeah, they don't even read those numbers. Like, one guy knows them. Yeah. It's like his system. <laughs> He's like, nah, I do. I do like ones and for not much. And then <laughs> I'll throw a three in. And then uh, if, if I, it gets if, crazy, I'll put letters <laughs> he goes well how do we know it's crazy i mean one says 16 is that like a big number he goes 16 is nothing dude he goes if you see a q <laughs> he goes so knock your socks off <laughs> all right like don't and they go what well can you explain your system to the rest of like the other people he goes nah, nah it's, it's hard to explain <laughs> he's like one 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 f s and that was i mean i was like oh, oh my uh, goodness i go what has happened must have been a fight <laughs> <laughs> and then there's medi which is where yeah. we're sending messages out in outer space to try to let other people hear us you up and of course a lot of people think that's a bad idea because we shouldn't let them know we exist because they could come and kill us well if they have the ability to receive and interpret and understand the message they probably already know we exist well that's the argument the other side makes yeah yeah Yeah. it probably doesn't matter but But what if they can't find us i'd rather get out in front of it and be like hey we come in peace you know I'd like to not come in peace. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, let's put it out there that we're we know we know you're out there and we're not messing around. They you might don't think come, that's the strategy. Well, they I might so. not come here because they're like, well, I mean, those guys are just killing each other on that yeah. planet. I know. Like, we're because they don't care at all. And that maybe that is the strategy. We yeah. want to let you know we don't care about in house. Yeah. We definitely don't care about yeah. yours. Look at what do we do to each other, dude? Yeah, yeah, man. 
Well, one of the first signals they think probably reached outer space was Hitler, uh, the opening ceremonies of the Olympics in Germany. Yeah. Well, that's so, a bad way to start. Yeah, that's getting the ball rolling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, in contact, that's what they sent back. I don't know if you remember that. You are probably asleep by then. Yeah. But they sent back the message. Well, that's why they don't contact us anymore. They were like, last yeah, time what do we you got mean, in touch with the, them. The, what was the message they heard? Uh, Hitler, I think, was addressing the opening ceremonies of the Olympics in like yeah. the 1930s. And they think just because back then signals were getting strong enough that they were make, leaving our atmosphere. Yeah. So they think maybe the first message that somebody could hear out there would be Hitler addressing the opening ceremonies of the Olympics. So the aliens show up, they got swastikas, they think this is what they're yeah. into. <laughs> we're like, whoa, whoa. Well, then they're going to meet you and go, we're having a good time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, wait, what? That's going to get me in trouble. Yeah. I'm be, well, you better take me with you now. Yeah. Now, a lot of religious scholars and theologians think that maybe aliens are demons. Theologians sounds insulting. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. <laughs> It just sounds like if you're like, I'm a theologian, you're like, eh, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> we all go, are, buddy. Yeah, yeah, everybody's a theologian. Get in line. Well, you ask him, I'm a theologian. Oh, you want more butter? <laughs> like, I don't know why that makes me think of that. <laughs> I'm a theologian. Mm, all right. All right. Uh, because in the Bible, there was lots of... Uh, uh, demon possessions and people were paralyzed and different things happened. And a lot of people here who say they've been abducted by aliens will say they were paralyzed, they couldn't move. And so some religious scholars think they're not really aliens, they're they're demons, mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. demon-possessed. Mm-hmm. Um, demon-possessed people? Well, like a demon, the people who saw aliens. Oh, the aliens are demons. I mean, I think yeah. that they think that those... <laughs> That those aliens are like, you know, like fallen angels, right? Like yeah. that's what like that. Well, yeah. Because the angel, you know, they say a third of the angels left heaven with Satan. So those are the fallen angels. So they let, lost their, you know, their beauty. And now that's why they're these blank void yeah. characters. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's what they think. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. That's heard. like, yeah. If you believe in outer space, you might think that. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There well, was that I think that is even the theory if you don't believe in outer space. Oh yeah. Because they would be coming from heaven and not from just <clears throat> another planet. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah, there was something called a demon called an incubus. 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 Oh, you know this? Great, great band. band. Yeah. 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 Oh, band. Well, uh Thomas Aquinas. Uh-huh. That's your buddy, right? Yeah, he's a guy. He wrote about it. And you know him? I took an entire class called Aquinas on Angels in college. Oh, it's like a book. I'm Thomas like Aquinas. You, to, you didn't go to college with him? <laughs> with Thomas Aquinas? Yeah. <laughs> no, he lived about 900 years ago. But You do laugh about that like we all know who that is. Yeah. Well, we we brought him up on the oh, okay. podcast before. I don't remember what? last week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Aristotle? This is Nate Forgetsy. You heard of him? <laughs> yeah, I'm Nate Forgetsy. <laughs> Nate Forgetsy. Uh, You've heard of Aristotle? Yeah. Okay, Aquinas is... Yeah, the, what it is? It's a, a philosopher? Yeah. He was a philosopher, yeah. yeah. But if you gave me, you know, Aristotle's government name, I don't know if I'd get it. Like, <laughs> you, know, you, you don't know John Bailey? I got Aristotle? Oh, I guess. John yeah, Bailey. yeah, I guess Aristotle. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I don't know about his stage name. Aquinas College yeah. in Nashville? Yeah. That's him. That's Thomas Aquinas. Well, I just didn't know. The Thomas threw me off. Okay. 
Aquinas. He, yeah. he, got, he, he said it like, yeah, did you go to college with Thomas Aquinas? He's like, yeah, but he's your buddy. Yeah, yeah I he's said my it, buddy. Yeah, you're right. You're I buddy said of mine. He, now, he, they used to, his his classmates growing up used to all make fun of him, call him dumb. They called him the dumb ox mm-hmm. because he just could not articulate himself very, very well in the classroom. Ooh. They call him the dumb ox. Is this why you look? That's on the dumb ox. I know. And his teacher, his <laughs> yeah. professor, who recognized what a genius he was, yeah, told his classmates, one day this dumb ox will let out a bellow that the entire world will hear. Yeah. See? There you go. Still not happened, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about him now. Man. Yeah. What was his bellow? <laughs> I mean, he wrote the five proofs of god's existence yeah he was pretty influential there's yeah, yeah, a college yeah. named after him in nashville yeah 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 i just was wondering what the bella was i'm not yeah you know i'm just I'm what it was it, it was an actual yell he just yelled one no day. like it was yeah wow. yeah it's wow. a junior college wow. though, right? it was the wow. wow yeah is it only a junior college i think so oh. yeah well they got a pretty good basketball it's not bad yeah any uh, kind of college is good yeah i'll take it well he wrote about incubus which is basically a demon man well, maybe they were named after this, yeah. but it's a demon that comes to Earth and has relations with women. Right, Genesis six. That's <laughs> wow. what, in the Bible, that's another great band. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> but we talked about the last Alien episode, the farmer who you know said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. "My boys up there, my boys up there." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that was just an incubus. Could a demon. have been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, and I mean, there's a lot of references in the Bible that some people think are actually aliens or vice versa. Some think that a- angels were actually aliens that came to Earth and told people how to live from another planet. Yeah. Hmm. That uh, Abraham was visited by three angels. I mean, three aliens instead of angels. Hmm. Things of that matter. The Nephilim was in the Bible, a group of giants um, that we don't know what they were. Well, the Nephilim, they say, are like when angels and humans mate and then the babies are the Nephilim and then they become giants. Oh. Hmm. That's Genesis 6. That's what that's all about. Okay. Man, they covered a lot of ground in the first one through six. They get right into it. They were already at Nephilim. Genesis is a lot of fun, whether you're religious or not. It's a fun. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's giants and there's a lot of crazy stuff going going on on in there. there. Yeah. But they were around even after... The flood and all that, because last week or a couple weeks ago, we talked about spies, and I talked about the spies in the Bible who went into the promised land. It's Well, there were Nephilim that lived there. Yeah. And they came back and said, these guys are giants. They said we're like grasshoppers to them. Right. So oh, well. whatever they were, they existed. In- grasshoppers are pretty big. Yeah, but you if you came up <laughs> on a grasshopper, you in that grasshopper had had thought, he would think, Well, this is a really big dude. Oh, that's yeah. for sure. Oh yeah. 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 Okay, I get that. Yeah, do you? <laughs> <laughs> I was well, saying like ants are one thing. A grasshopper, every time you see a grasshopper, you're like, dang, that's a big let me get that out of here. Yeah, but really? I don't you're not gonna talk your way out of this. Cause it was even if a grasshopper I mean, it, it was the size of this cup. Yeah. You would still, if I walked up to it, you'd be like, you wouldn't be like, oh, I'll take that guy. You yeah, know? It's like, I'm not an ant here. I, you would go, there's giants. If you were the size of this I, cup and I walked up, you'd go, there's giants over there. Yeah, I was thinking about it from your perspective in that scenario. Yeah. Like, if you come up on a grasshopper, you're still, you know. You're like, it's a decent size. You're like, yeah, that's a pretty big for a bug. Yeah. That's pretty big, man. So you're coming from the giant's perspective. Right, of course. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Okay. Yeah, and you know we don't get to hear a lot from the Giants' perspective. That's so, right. You know where that's is what I'm that? here to you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. They had feelings too. They had yeah. feelings too. And yeah. hopes and dreams. They're running errands. We're yeah. running errands. They yeah, got. They got. They're like, we're just trying to hang out here on this land. And yeah. then these little people showed up one day, and then the next thing I know, they were back to kill us. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. what. I still don't know how they did it. But. That's what Stephen Hawking said. He said that aliens could come here, and we'd be like ants. And <clears throat> I mean. We think we're all moral people, but yeah. if there's an ant in the way of us building something, an ant, we're not going to think twice about knocking them out of the way. So aliens could be doing that with us. They just stomp on us and then just be like, it doesn't matter. Well, just like you'd be like, why would they wipe us out? But they may be so much, so advanced ahead of us that it'd be like what we would do to an animal or something. Just, an ant farm. Yeah, an ant farm. Like an ant farm just down there <coughs> living its best life. Yeah, yeah. And then we come knock it. But we're just messing around with our planet. Like ants could mess up uh, your garden. They can bite you. They can, you know, I guess I guess we could bite the aliens. Yeah, I mean, we just mess up anthills just so our grass can be short. Right. Yeah. You know, we don't even need to really build anything. Yeah. yeah. You ever seen these circles of death that ants can get trapped in? No. Where they're just swirling in a circle like that, where they're just following the person in front of it, right? They're yeah. just following... But <laughs> cow to the slaughter. Yeah, and they can't. They don't know that they're just walking in a circle. And what happens? They just do that until they dive. Oh just wow! Like, until they're done, because they just get trapped in a loop. It really seems like one of those ants should come along and go, "Hey guys, guys." Yeah. Well, they're, well the guys in the middle are like, they're like, "What are you guys doing?" They're in the mosh pit. Yeah, essentially. <clears throat> but they're just That's following cool. the the pheromones, whatever the 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 thing that they follow. You ever see an ant trail like that and then just run your finger right across Oh, it, it messes up their just, whole they're day. They're like, whoa, what happened? You just run your finger across and they're like, what, what's going on? Yeah, you yeah. could save these ants by doing that probably, yeah. but yeah. Nah, I'm going to let them die. I'm, I don't like them. I, I like I, ants. Yeah, I would I save them. I if don't. I saw that, I would, you just, nah. you, well, you just put yeah. your, just do draw the line and then they spread out mm -hmm. and then you, they get back together. Regroup. It's kind of like that, that word specify. You got to just back out. And you got to back out and think about it and be like, all right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, that's all right. There's uh, the head of astronomy at Harvard, so kind of an important dude, thinks that there may be a UFO going through our solar system right now because there's an object that entered our solar system <clears throat> from interstellar space, and everyone says, oh, it's just a rock, an asteroid, or whatever, but it's got some characteristics that seem weird. It's shiny, for one. It's, it's got rearview mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Playing music. Yeah. Rims. <laughs> because I just had never seen that on a rock. <laughs> because, I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not trying to say it's not. I just, you know, it's got. Uh, it speeds up and slows down, which they're like, that's kind of weird for just a rock going mm. through space. Um, it's got some weird name. It's named after the Hawaiian telescope that found it, so I can't even pronounce it. But anyway. Coming from Mars, wanting to know why we sent a thing over there. Like, yeah. well, you got this thing roaming around <laughs> over here. Yeah. <laughs> so it's turned it's, it's, it's turn signal on for, <laughs> I mean, 200 years. <laughs> it's still not turning. <laughs> so uh, there's a thing called Project Lyra, or Lyra, L-Y-R-A, mm -hmm. where they want to send... Uh, a rocket to catch up with this thing to see what it really is. Yeah. Because his argument, how we talked about a couple weeks ago, that we sent Voyager 1 with this gold record, all right. that outer space. He thinks that could be something from another civilization that they sent that just entered our solar system. Oh. And he wants to go get close to it to see what it is. So brought your record back. <laughs> 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 they sent it back. We're not a Johnny B. Good fan. So. 
So they want to send a spacecraft to catch up with this thing. Um, they think it would take like 26 years to do it, but is it going to come here? It's going. Th- you mean to Earth? Yeah. It, no, it's just going through our solar system. But that's even our solar system is so big that you know that's a yeah. long time. It's so hard to think that long term about stuff. If like if I were working yeah. for the government now, they're like let's go, we're, we're going to launch in twenty six years. Like yeah, get after it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you got to think about how old you are now. What are you thirty? Yeah. So fifty six, you would be there. I mean, if you dedicate if every day was your life to do this, and then you could be, you know. But if I'm out of office in four years, it's like yeah. But you're not the you're like the scientist yeah, going like you're not gonna be yeah you're not gonna be voted okay. But it's like so if you're like doing the work for it, and then you'd be like you know that you probably do other stuff too. But you like what's your big goal? And you're like we're going after this one thing. Twenty six years, so so long though. It's long, but it. I mean, you know, I was. I used to feel that way, son. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, he was. He's. I was your age, just simply yeah. going on. Yeah. Yeah. That was 20 years ago. Yep. Yep. Wow. 20. How crazy is that? He's almost he's almost able to see the satellite. <laughs> when he was your age, he's almost there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And you are in the exact same spot. There's this uh <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's the this you'll appreciate this, Nate. A uh a PhD student who just published a paper that got people upset about how many hostile alien civilizations there are in our Milky Way. Yeah. You know, usually this stuff is in the millions, billions, whatever. He came up with four. <laughs> four what? Four hostile alien civilizations in our Milky Way. And he said, I admit there's some limitations because I'm not a, uh, I'm not an astrophysicist. I'm a conflict resolution student. Yeah. <laughs> so he didn't even major in it. But he did his own equation and came up with this assumption that he based it um he looked on how many external invasions there have been on earth in the last 50 years how many countries have invaded other countries and then he took that data and he applied it to the the number of exoplanets in the milky way they think and he came up with four there's four bad guys out there (laughs) (laughs) and all these other scientists are like there's probably a million trillion you know, yeah. whatever but Man. came up with four so they're like it hasn't been peer-reviewed yet but uh so i've never heard about peer review until these last little bit yeah never in my life have even heard is it peer-reviewed and then now it's like they it, i mean it it is being it's every out. day now you're it's every it. day someone says it and i'm always like did everybody know about this before did you know about peer review I knew about it a little bit just from like college papers and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I know. Do you know a little bit uh, from a friend of mine who was a scientist? Oh, I mean, you just hear. I heard it. <coughs> yeah, but I, yeah, I mean, everything's yeah. now. Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about people's peers reviewing things anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Your buddy reviewed it. And yeah, he was like, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, who's this your cool. peer? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's all good here. Yeah, yeah. That is who's he goes. No, it's peer reviewed. You're like, well, who are they? Yeah, just people my age, you know, around. around yeah, about. cheers. Yeah, you want to go? I know who they got to know who to send it to and who not to send it to. It's like a friend sending you something. You go, yeah, that's yeah, good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't get. No, I didn't get a chance to look at it yeah. all the way. But I, you know, I thought, <laughs> he I goes. I glanced. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're a good guy. Good. I think Thumbs you're a good up. scientist. I flipped through. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, sounds good. Four. Hope all right, four. Four. Yeah, sounds good. He goes. I think that's better. The other ones are saying millions. I would rather read the one the guy that has four. That's the one I'd want to read. 
At least he's picking a number. Right. Narrowing it down. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's. Yeah. I mean, the other ones, it seems like everybody's bad. The other one's like, we know, is basically you should go, I know nothing. Right. Is what the other one should say. Italian yeah. uh, scientist Claudio Macone says there are as many as 15,785 civilizations in our galaxy alone. Hmm. So only four of those are Bad. nefarious. That's good. Yeah. Only four of them we got to watch out for. Yeah. Just 15,000 I mean, floating like, around out yeah. there, huh? 15,000, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just so funny. Yeah. These people, they just come up with these things. <laughs> yeah. And it's because it's peer-reviewed. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, my my buddies, we all agree there's about 15,000 societies out there. Yeah, is there, who'd you ask? I asked my peers, and I go, oh, yeah, where do they sit at? They sit at the desk next to me, and we're all just talking to no one and have no life and just looking at dots in a telescope, and we go, that looks like, uh, what is that, a... Uh, 7-Eleven on that? <laughs> he goes, am I crazy? Yeah, we read the goes, wow report. He goes, am I, dude, are you, he goes, are you kidding me right now? Is that a red light? It just turned green. That's, he goes, I think it's a dead gum civilization out there. Do you mind peering this one for me? He comes over. Yeah, I'm trying to get this reviewed. Yeah. People will believe it if you review it. He goes, well, I'm not really a peer. He goes, I think, you know, I'm more of a foe. And he goes, well, I mean, we're in the same room. That doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> is that? I mean, I do agree. Like, what the guy says? How many? Eighteen thousand. I mean, he had an exact number, right? Yeah. Fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand seven hundred eighty-five civilizations in specific, the Milky Way. Then it seems more legit. It's yeah. It is the. How do you get to that number? Why does everybody act like there's no aliens? And this guy's being like, there's fifteen thousand neighborhoods just up in the Milky Way. Yeah. Not only is there aliens, but there's fifteen thousand societies of them. Yes. Yeah. Just in our one galaxy, there's millions or billions of galaxies. And an ever-expanding. Yeah, and they don't know. How do they Stars, know that? Stars, planets. You said within our galaxy, there are billions of galaxies. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Uh, I admit there's billions of uh, galaxies in our universe. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then our, But we think there's other universes? Sure. There's the observable universe, which is all that we know. But we ours. know that there's a limit to that. So then after that, who knows how big? Yeah, there's, but there, we know there's a limit to our universe. Of what we can observe, yeah. the observable universe. Yeah. So we know, like, if you keep walking, you're going to eventually hit a fence. <laughs> and there's got to be another universe. But, there's but maybe also- there'd only be one universe. And then with galaxies, so we're the Milky Way. Mm-hmm. We're named after that candy bar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... That's what they'll have at that wedding. Yeah. Yeah, Milky Ways. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, why would we be named after a candy book? You know, doesn't make a lot it of sense. To me. The, it's better than Baby Ruth. Yeah, but I, yeah. I wish it be. It should get its own thing. Yeah, you know, You're right. Kit Kat. Yeah, <laughs> when did the Milky Way get? It got named after the. When did we call it the Milky Way? I'd why like did they call the, it the Milky Way? I'd like to. Be it looks the like Milky Butterfinger Galaxy. That'd be a lot yeah. Because you know what's on the outside, but you don't really know what's on the inside. The Milky Way candy bar was created in 1923. Yeah. Uh, the ta- name and taste derived from a then popular malted milk drink of the day, not after the astronomical galaxy. So when did we start calling it the Milky Way? Yeah. So we did name the galaxy after the candy bar. Well. Yeah. We might have. Uh, uh, the term was actually used uh, 2,500 <laughs> years ago. So we've a little been, bit earlier. We call yeah. the galaxy the Milky Way a little longer than the candy bar. But I think I ca- saying that you named the candy bar after a milkshake seems a little <laughs> inaccurate. <laughs> they shouldn't let them do it just because you're like, man, you're kind of just ruining what we're doing with space. Yeah. 
it really like takes the kind of steam out of it mm-hmm. when you you know it's like it's also a candy bar. Yeah, that's how s- little serious we take it. <laughs> is we're naming it as, and it's not even one of our g- real great ones. Oh. Golly, <laughs> you think a Milky Way is that good? Oh my God! Oh, wow. You dude. hit a button there. Start this podcast really over, dead. man. You think Whoa. a Milky Way is Milky Way is uh, man the number one in my opinion? Oh, oh, no right. way! Dude. I enjoy a Milky Way, but number one, number I know, one. I don't, oh man, look, I'll goodness. be honest. With you, I don't know if I've even had one. Saying all this, oh, but that's dude. how. I mean, <laughs> over Snickers, dude? it's like a weak Snickers. Yeah, like Snickers with Snickers. no peanuts. Yeah, it's like a weak it's, it's, sneak, dude, Snickers. Dude, a Snickers. Yeah, I'm not trying to eat a meal of a candy bar, dude. I want a Milky Way. It's just nice and smooth. You got a caramel chocolate. It's the right texture. It's the right size. Ah. it's everything you need. It's everything what was you first, want. Snickers or Milky Way? I like. I didn't. I, I don't think I've ever had a Milky Way. May or you know. I, I but I people people Snickers get galaxy. rid of them. Yeah, like it's the your fun favorite. Size. Yeah, it's your yeah, favorite like, one. It's my favorite one, and I don't even think yeah. it's close. Uh, uh, more than a Reese's. Uh, Snickers came after the Milky Way. The Milky Way paved the way, dude. Milky Way <laughs> walked so Snickers could. It's run. the most unoriginal thing that you named it after the. Oh, you want to eat, eat my moon Skittles? <laughs> Why don't you come up with your own name? That's not. You know, you can't. Snickers is a great like. That's a oh. that's a name that's made up. I'm just shocked at the reaction that Aaron. Hey, has Hey, would had. you like a Jupiter? It tastes like banana. Like you're. <laughs> I've never seen Aaron so fired up my whole life. I've oh, never man. seen someone even scared think me. about Milky Ways like that. I love a Milky Way. I mean, man. I need to try one. I'm not a fan of the dark chocolate one. They they try to mix it up. I'm just the original Milky Way. They have well, a salted one, salted caramel Milky. I'm gonna Way. look at the. Uh, I'll see what the calories are. I bet I can eat one. Yeah. Not, I mean, not t- I won't eat today, but I bet I, it'll, be, it'll probably be 130, 20, 200 calories. Uh, more? They're a little richer than that, dude. Might what be. are the calories? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, uh, I mean, I, so I can eat two packs of the bait, yeah. uh, two packs of the little yeah. Sour Patch Kids. And a regular size milk weigh 264 calories. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I can eat, yeah, Sour Patch Kids. If I eat two little bags of it, because I still figure ways I'll never give up. On all the things that made me who I am, yeah, and I'm addicted to. Uh, those are 110 calories. If you eat two bags, oh, okay, and they're the little bags, and it's great. Yeah. And I'm not, I was eating like just handfuls. I mean, handfuls. Yeah, and I would eat them. I couldn't even talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how many would be in there. <laughs> it's like Jerry trying to. Who oh, got all that gum? Yeah, yeah. And it was great. What about Mars bars? I've never had a Mars bar. That's mm. like that's like your my generation. Yeah, you need your Bitto honeys and <laughs> all that kind of stuff. Three Musketeers. Were there's original Three Musketeers yeah. is eighty percent air, dude. Oh, it's yeah. just fluff, man. Oh. There's no substance to it. It is. You substance. bite into a Three Musketeers and you're like, did I miss the candy bar? Yeah. It's just no, air, it's, man. It's wonderful. Well, look, the inside is gray, so I don't know if I want it all in there because it's. I've never seen anything. But is it gray? The inside of a Milky Way? Yeah, Milky Way's got a little gray in no, it. No, Milky Way, it's it's gold, man. It's no, got it's caramel. A little gray. No. caramel and no, chocolate. No, no, I mean, uh, 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 Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers is just gray. Yeah, yeah. Milky Way's which got a little like, nougat in there. Yeah, which is funny that you with the th- yeah when you Three Musketeers, you're like I mean, I'm eating something gray in the inside, so maybe don't go heavy on it. 
Yeah, that doesn't look appetizing. You know what I used to hear? It looks like uh, oh. it looks like insulation to a home. Oh, they're great. <laughs> Let's see the inside. Yeah, asbestos? look, I'm not. Asbestos? It's not. It's it's good. It's all good. But don't say it's better than Let's a Milky Way. Let's see the inside of a Milky Way. I need to try a Milky Way. I don't think it is. I think Milky Way people throw them out of way. No one's thrilled. I don't think when you see kids doing it, it's. Oh, that's yeah. a Milky Way? Yeah, oh, yeah, that layer of caramel on top right there. I don't know. All right, now let's do a know. Snickers. Hit us up with a Snickers. A Snickers, it looks like you just grabbed a handful of trail mix and threw it in there. <laughs> and there's just a raisin inside. I mean, look I at mean, that. That looks delicious. That's, that's the best looking Look, one, a Snickers, honestly. I mean, I do love a Snickers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snickers got everything in there, man. Yeah, that's yeah. All these candy bars Milky are Way, Snick, and well, Payday. Twix, all in Twix there. is like the same <laughs> thing. Every, every one of these are... I I mean, Three Mysterious is the only one that's doing something different. That's true. They are trying to do something. Well, we got like an Almond Joy. Butterfinger really switches it up. Butterfinger's like, what's some stuff that no one will ever be able to identify? <laughs> yeah. I don't like Butterfinger. Uh, never either. been a Butterfinger I fan. love a Butterfinger. I like it frozen. I love a Butterfinger milkshake. Oh, get that. Oh, you yeah. like that? Oh, that's what like I'm that. talking about. I do like that. I may get that on the way home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't love a. I'm not a big Butterfinger fan. I'll try. I'll try the Milky Way. I, I need. I need to try it. We'll do it on the. Yeah. We'll do it on the podcast. Okay. We can do. Do we have we done candy bars? Mm-mm. Oh, we we'll do a candy bar. Either. Yeah. Uh, try a bite. Uh, like George Costanza, who they were all. <laughs> what were they? Twix. Twix. Uh, they were all Twix. I used to every morning when I uh, I would eat for breakfast. Uh, when I was was working at FedEx, when I moved to New York and started comedy, I would get a, a diet coke and a three musketeers, and that was my breakfast every yeah. every morning. Sounds awesome. It was a good yeah. it was a good time to be alive. Loved it. I drink diet cokes in the morning all the time. Oh, I drink. I still drink them yeah. in the morning. But I, like it was that in that little candy bar, and I was like, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. And if you see those pictures from back then, you can see why. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what what's your uh, favorite alien movie? Like, do you have a? Fa- I don't know. Maybe you guys already talked about this on part one. I don't know. I don't know if we did. You got a favorite alien uh, movie? Uh, I have to think about it. Independence Day comes to mind. Yeah, I need to rewatch like it. When Will what's Smith that other one where movie? the? I just watched it where the the ship just is like over like in town in Africa or something. Oh, like uh, the day the Earth yeah. stood still with Keanu Reeves. I think it was a remake. Oh, I no, think you're thinking one. about the one where there's robots and stuff. District Nine or something. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, District, District Nine is District fun. District Nine was yeah. good. Yeah. yeah. Or is it the war, tomorrow? The Tom Cruise one. That's fun. Day oh, after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. Edge no, of Edge of No. <laughs> May, not Edge of Tomorrow, but the, I just watched it. It's they these all these aliens come in. And he has to, just, Is that where his life keeps starting over? No, 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 no. No, that's a great one too. Yeah. Is that Aliens? That, Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, no, that Edge of Tomorrow is uh, uh, Tomorrow War, maybe? Uh, War of the Worlds? War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's based off, of course. The, hey, you the know book. how I always like trash, like they're making the same movies over and again, blah, 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 yeah. and that stuff, right? And yeah. uh, I will tell you that I, for some reason, am okay with Tom. He's Tom Cruise is my uh, free pass. That To make whatever kind of movie he wants. He can do... Whatever he wants, and uh, look, you guys know I I will backtrack on everything, but <laughs> Top Gun is so good. You saw the new one, yeah. It's so it's I I, I want to go see it again. It's yeah. it's it's just awesome, dude. It's awesome. 
Uh, and Tom Cruise, I, the, what my, how I would describe it is he's like Adam Sandler. To me. Like they just make the things that they make. Tom Cruise is a movie star. I know he's still doing it, but like, I feel like dude, this dude's doing his own stunts. This dude's and, and Tom Cruise did his own stunts. He does it in all mission impossibles. He like makes like, it's, you know, he does mission. Impossible. It's like they, it's just, you're, it's like, he's making his own thing mm-hmm. versus like, Gwyneth Paltrow's in an Uber Eats commercial, and that's like where you're like, all right, like, what <laughs> yeah, do you yeah. need to be in an Uber Eats commercial? You know, it's like yeah. so. Tom, he's Cruise not going. He's staying it. in movies. He crushes it. He's the greatest movie star maybe of all time. Yeah, I love. Him. I mean, no matter it really is. No matter what movie, it's like he crushes mm-hmm. it. Yeah, I was curious. I've seen it too. I haven't seen it, but, but I was curious. Someone your age, if you hadn't seen the rich, maybe you have, but if you hadn't seen it, would you think? But- it's awesome, dude. Yeah, you're gonna love it. Like it doesn't matter. It's just so it's it's a perfect. You don't time. think you need to have seen the first one? No, yeah. no. I mean, you, there's a some references and stuff, yeah. but I mean, you would figure it out. Uh, but it's it, it's just the timing of this movie coming out. It's uh, it's it's just pleasant. It's just fun to watch. It's a fun one. Uh, I got a great time to go to the bathroom. Did you do it? Um, no, I, I had to go before that oh. scene. He he called me and told me a good time. I've been to go telling to the him I got I got a great time to go to the bathroom. The new Top Gun movie. Wow. And I don't think I'm getting anything away. There's not really you know. Am I giving anything? It's the no. But now that you told me, if uh, it's the scene right after they play football on the beach. Okay. So that's that. If you see the football on the beach scene, you know you can get up and go. Yeah. Next scene. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And you won't miss any action. No. Yeah. Okay. You're missing like a funny thing. Man, I want to know what happens during that scene, though. I yeah. still don't know, but he saw it. I went during the scene where I'd have Ruth tell me what happened, what I missed, and I guess they go out on a boat. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I feel he, like you... He, he and you, his girlfriend. You accidentally leave during like the most important parts of <laughs> yeah. movies all the time. <laughs> well, Henry Cho told me a very funny website you can go to that'll show you the best time to go to the movies. Yeah. And somebody, The Last Spider-Man is where all the old Spider-Mans come back. And someone, just to mess with people, told you to go during that scene where they all show up. Oh, really? And uh, it's just very funny to think about. You get up and go during the big reveal where all the other old Spider-Mans show up. Seems like you'd lose your trust in that website. Well, this was just somebody maybe that posted on social media on their own. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know that that happened, so you you ruined that for me. (laughs) Uh, What does it say when you go Top Gun? What is it? Uh, can you click it? It's Top Gun on here. Yeah, right there. I don't see it. Well, because you didn't go down farther. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's not on these four up front, so it's probably not there. Right there. Cash your money. <laughs> uh, read time, eight minutes. I mean, I, I, maybe I'll go to the bathroom while you read it. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. This is an app called Run P, where they tell yeah. you when the best time to run and pee is. Uh, that's pretty fun yeah that's fun or you can just you know hold it the whole film what what's that yeah yeah you don't ever have to get up and pee i do yeah nothing yeah. you said you never peed on a plane that i blows never my have mind. still I pee on every plane i'm on I yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even if you didn't have to go <laughs> well yeah do you go to the bathroom all the time <laughs> two two i'm taking two flights uh just to get somewhere there was um, one with nick nick and travis uh they were flying back from LA to back here. And uh Nick's like Nick gets there and he meets Travis, like I think in like, you know, the lounge or something. And uh he's like, I go to the bathroom. You gonna be here for a second? So he's gotta like really go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then 
he gets on uh he goes on he goes so he does that there and then he has to go nick uh has to go again in the uh uh on the plane so he goes again on the plane and then he gets up and he's got to go again and they end up like blocking the way where they're like, no, nah, you can't. Like they stopped him. They go, that's enough <laughs> on the plane. And then he's got a next guy turn and walk by Travis. And he's like, hey, he goes, I had a lot of water. And so I'll be right. And then he has to walk all the way to the back. But within like, I mean, he's barely in the air. He's already yeah. gone three times. Like, wow. you know, pretty fun. I, bu- I book an aisle seat on a plane just so I can pay, just so yeah. I don't have to get people up. Really? Yeah, yeah I, I do that too. I, I, I'd rather not have to get people up. I will. I mean, I don't have to pee a ton on it, but it's, you know, I do, you know, I mean, if you're having any drink or anything, you're going to. Something happens to my body when I'm like, it's it's inconvenient to pee. Yeah. And that's when I got to go. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm yeah. like, if they're like, all right, this is your last chance to pee. I'm like, well, I better go. Because yeah. the moment they shut it down, I'll be like, oh, I'm about to pee myself. Yeah. yeah. I got to go right now. Yeah. I do too. Uh, is that it? Yeah, that's probably it. I was going to mention uh, Skinwalker Ranch. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Oh, I have heard of that. Freaked me out. I had to cut it off. What do you mean? Oh, I was watching a doc. I was watching oh. people talk about it, and it scared me so much I had to turn it off. It's, oh, really? It's a place in Utah that this family owned, and um, all kinds of weird stuff started happening. Cattle mutilation, crop circles. They said they bought this ranch and they noticed like these big chains or whatever on it. Like, like I guess they bought it without going there and they yeah. had like big shutters and they just didn't think anything about it. They got a good deal. And they said one night they saw this giant wolf coming across the range and then these like thin looking um, alien people came. I don't know. I was like, this is freaking me out. I'm trying What's to, the documentary on? I, it was just, I think I saw it on YouTube, just about yeah. Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, is it called Hunt for the Skinwalker? I don't know. I, I just, if it got me. But yes. then uh, a millionaire bought it just to try to figure out what was going on there. He's an alien enthusiast, Robert Bigelow, and he bought the property. And they've been doing tests and stuff. But one of his scientists said he saw a humanoid in a tree uh, watching them from a distance. And there was snow on the ground. And... They couldn't get to it, but there was a track with two claws, giant claws in the snow. So they've seen all kinds of crazy things. Cattle's mutilated, but with no no blood let out, just just killed. I think there's that's a. Have you ever heard of aliens kill, mutilating cattle? Uh. Uh-uh. Hmm. Like, I don't think yeah. I even know what mutilating means. <laughs> well, I guess I just, know what mutilating means. Huh? You said you didn't know. Yeah. Right? Oh. What do you think? I just when have I ever said I don't think Aaron knows what means. That's what I thought you said. You're like, I don't even think they <laughs> yeah. know what that means. Yeah. But oh, explain like, it to when them. Have we ever <laughs> uh, Oh, it's like uh I know mutilating somebody, it's you're it's cutting just, it up and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they don't know uh I mean I've heard of aliens do that and why they do it. I think it came from Skinwalker Ranch. Um Yeah. So they show that in the well, they don't have, I don't think they have any visuals really. They're okay. just telling the story. <laughs> yeah. And just hearing it though, like, like they had the shutters closed and like things were coming at night. I mean, it was like, I don't know. I've been traumatized by unsolved mysteries as a kid. Yeah. And so that stuff just, I don't like to sleep with the blinds open. I don't like mm-hmm. a door to be open to my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, yeah. I'm a, you know, I've, I've said it already but about being afraid of the dark it's like people say oh you're afraid of the dark i'm like yeah the dark's scary you know what i mean yeah don't put me in the dark yeah can't see what's coming yeah i want to yeah i want to know what's going on 
You're going to watch yourself get mutilated. Exactly. <laughs> I want to know what's happening. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a psycho that just has no yeah because i think that's awesome you know uh well uh, anyway i'll be at uh bananas <laughs> this saturday Stick, sunday stinky's joke barn yeah well anyway the navajo indian i'm reading now off the screen they call them skinwalkers because they're known to have sh- navajo talked about shape-shifting characters who lived Throughout that, I think this has been going on for hundreds of years. Evil yeah. witches that yeah, can transform themselves. Native American stuff where they talk about a, a race of redheaded giants that used to live in the country. They talk yeah. about finding the bones. Is redheaded mm. the scariest part of that? I don't know, reason. but it, that's yeah. scarier than brunettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So, all right, that's it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, if you're hearing this on this day, twenty second. It, uh, I'm at the San Diego County Fair with Leanne Morgan. Oh, man. Nick Novicki will be there with us. Oh, that's fun. Uh, it will be fun. It's my first fair I've ever done. Uh, so I'm excited to get excited to see Leanne. And then I'll be at Paso that weekend in Reno, Nevada at the, uh, uh, at Reno. Just look at Reno. At, uh, Paso? That's where I'll be. Paso. No, no. Paso. I can't call it. It's uh, somewhere in California. El Paso. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be funny uh, that's what yeah. it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah. It's all on my website. So I'll be tonight at Zany's. If you're listening to this, the day comes Ooh. out headlining Zany's. And then this weekend with Aaron at Wise Guys in Salt Lake. There you go. I'll be at Zany's June 28th. It's all right. Be a hot show. There you go. Uh, all right, everybody. We love you as always. Thank you for listening to this. And uh, we will see you uh, next week. All right. See you. Bye. Nate Land is produced by Nate Land Productions and by me, Nate Bargetsy, and my wife, Laura, on the All Things Comedy Network. Recording and editing for the show is done by Genovations Media. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to catch us next week on the Nate Land Podcast.